watching One Piece. Watching One Piece. We are. Welcome back to We Are. Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime, One Piece. My name is Joe. Uh, I, I am, I am so behind on this show. I, I used to be caught up, and now I'm not. <laughs> but Jory's watching it for the first time. Jory, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing swell. We had a fun adventure finding out what all of our good pals are up to. Yeah, this you last time you expressed big fear. <laughs> Uh, you were like, oh no, Luffy now knows that Ace is on execution block. The next episode is only four anime episodes. What could possibly happen? And jokes on you, fucking nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, I hear a, I hear a mystical third laugh. Hold on. I can't, I don't know why I even tried that. I can't get that high pitched. Yo ho ho. <laughs> a spooky, a spooky uh, laugh off in the distance from yeah, from the f- from the far off Gothic castle. Hi, I'm I'm Andrew. Uh, I'm the chief manga correspondent to uh, We Are Watching One Piece because I'm actually caught up. <laughs> yeah, not 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 only in uh, in the podcast world, but also the the stream world where you read manga for us. Um, I read a which, lot, <laughs> which which will be old news by the time this episode is out. But uh, a side effect of us. Being inside for a long time is we're getting a buffer of our anime podcast. Yeah, <laughs> in in the past twenty four hours, I've officially read the first and last chapters of One Piece. So <laughs> it's not you know what it's not that often you get to do that. Uh uh-uh, uh, exactly. Well, you you started with the first, and then when the stream ended, you just kept going to yourself, right? <laughs> to myself. Yeah. Well, I read it to Sam. She was not <laughs> impressed. <laughs> Damn, not even with like the good stuff. <laughs> she thought white beard was cool. Whitebeard's pretty fucking cool. I'm gonna be honest right now. Um, since we we stopped uh, when we played the stream, again this will be old news by the time this comes out. But Jory and I streamed Pirate Warriors Four. Um, we stopped after Saba Odi, basically like where we are now in the in the podcast. But like mm-hmm. since then, I have played the Marineford levels, and y'all, Whitebeard's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I just want everyone to know that um, he's also very big. Yeah, how he gets so big. I just, I, I imagine he just kept fucking lifting. Like, I, I think, I really get the impression that the the size that Whitebeard and some other people on the show is, like, they're not giants, they're just big. Yeah. I, I have to imagine you can achieve that with raw, like, exercise. It's just hockey coursing through veins eventually. You're just like, yeah. whoa, how'd you get fucking stacked? <laughs> just a lot of fucking practice. I just put in hours. <laughs> One pirate from your from your crew comes back. He's like three stories tall, and is like, "What the hell happened to you all?" <laughs> it's like uh, I don't. Did we make the joke last time with Sandersonia? Where do you work out the library? Because uh, I just I think so. Yes, <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, and it's very funny. Um, our Amazon Lily episode isn't out, so Andrew heard doesn't it. Know, does, Andrew doesn't know all of our great jokes about it yet. This this time we're diving into uh, the crewmates' whereabouts, which is. Four episodes where we check in on the eight straw hats and where they landed after the big sad tragedy that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Considerably, I, I, I mean, some of them are lighthearted. Choppers is real fucking sad for a little bit, but we're, we'll check in with those and we'll see a couple snippets of Luffy and Hancock on a boat. <laughs> I love those segments. 
Those are extremely <laughs> good. Um, and, and the reason we invited Andrew here, which we learned in the past, like, I don't know, five minutes, uh, was a, we're a little off the mark of what we'd intended, was because some some stuff from cover stories in One Piece will occasionally get adapted into the anime. And I thought all these were, and they're not. <laughs> but it's yeah, still didn't... kind of relevant. <laughs> Um, I was I've I was reading the manga as it came out um, while this was happening, so like ten years ago. Uh, now that I'm saying this out loud, but but yeah, when we when when I was over at Joe's place to do the Undertale stream, we got to talking, and I said, you know, it's interesting because I don't think there was a chapter of the manga telling us where they were. The way that we learned where they were was in the cover stories. Um, I was wrong about that. There is a chapter that contains these ep- the stories in the episodes that we've seen here. They're each about like two pages long, so there's not much for anyone. Uh, so they get expanded a lot into this these couple episodes. I yeah, went back which and is, read them a few minutes ago. Which which is a nice thing, I think, that comes from the the anime being, you know, just a little bit staggered, um, as, you, as you can mm-hmm. do that. But yeah, I, I would certainly assume the Robin one is fleshed out far beyond those two pages. <laughs> Far beyond that. That was the one when I went back to reread the chapter and see what all actually made it in. That was the one that like took the biggest, uh, the biggest expansion to it. And I think in the way that makes it the best one of these that we watched. Uh, yeah. Of these eight little vignettes, I think the best one and the most interesting one. But yeah, I I got it wrong. I was thinking that they were from the cover stories entirely, which is a really cool thing that the show does or that the the series does, the manga does. Um, that doesn't really make it over into the show because there isn't a a way to do that beyond like time for you know a three episode canon filler arc about yeah. this thing. We um, um we we were talking about it because I was like, oh yeah, the the adventures with Buggy where he's small very early on in the show that's from cover stories, and the mm-hmm. Kobe and Helmeppo episodes also from very early on were from cover stories. Which is interesting, because that's our introduction to GARP! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, There's also a cover story that covers um, uh, Django from uh, uh, Captain Kuro's crew, Mm -hmm. and Lieutenant Fullbody, who everyone, I'm sure, remembers as um, the Marine who was on the Barati that Sanji turned down service uh, in the beginning. You guys remember him, right? Absolutely. I hate that I actually genuinely do. No joke. (laughs) Um... So the two of them end up becoming good friends, and Django joins the Marines and gets a full partner because he teaches all of the Marines how to dance, and they have a big dance party together. I'm pretty sure the dance party is adapted into a pre-movie short, Mm -hmm. because there is a Django's dance party movie short up there with literally just Oda plays soccer with the Straw Hats. That sounds wonderful. So in in addition to all of these... um, I guess I'm here to explain cover stories to you all and to the audience mostly. I think we were talking when you were over for the Undertale stream stuff, just like, oh yeah, Kami was introduced a long fucking time ago and then shows uh-huh. up in the story. Yeah, the neat thing about this, now that I'm saying this out loud, I realize, I guess Garp being introduced as a character in the main storyline is the first thing that really made things canon, but the appearance of Kami and the Starfish Man, Papagoo. Papagoo, thank you. Um, the the introduction of them and seeing Hachen again is from one that happened back during like Alabasta, I think. 
Um, During Alabasta in the manga, the cover story was Hachan's seafloor stroll, um, which was him after evading capture by the Marines after Arlong Park, walking along the bottom of the ocean and doing a bunch of stuff, getting into some trouble, having some fun, having adventures. Along the way, he meets a mermaid and a starfish man. Uh, They become friends. And then, like, uh, the story just continues from there. And them coming back in the pre-CBD, you know, Duval arc is, like, the first time that one of these semi-canon cover stories made its way into the series and became a canon thing. Like, oh, Kami and Papagoo are here, and so is Hachin, who's kind of reformed and a good guy now. Okay, we've met them officially now. Um, it really brings into question some of the other uh, cover stories that we've seen, one of which um, Wapple from Drum Island uh, got blasted so far that he landed on another island and ended up uh, becoming a king there oh, and no. being a better king there than he ever enjoyed uh, being of Drum Kingdom. Yeah, he can only fail upwards when you're King Wapple. Um, <laughs> yeah, seems that way. He got into Stampede. Which is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he did, which is wild. Does he learn his les- lesson about hoarding healthcare? Uh, Probably not. Time will tell. <laughs> um, but in addition to that, uh, we get two other ones that I love a whole lot, because a lot of them are just silly. Uh, like the fact that Gadatsu, the guy that Chopper fights in Skypea with the weird spider hair. Oh, yeah. Oh. He falls out of the sky and crash lands to Alabasta, where he meets up with uh, Kovu's uncle, and the two of them open a bed and breakfast resort together. <laughs> in you said it's isn't it in Alabasta? It's in Alabasta, yeah. It's like yeah. a hot spring, you know, in the uh, in an oasis, an oasis hot spring. Incredible. Which would be the wildest cover story if it weren't for the fact that uh, there is also a different one where you know uh, got blasted to the moon. Um, yes. where he landed and realized he could survive, uh, and he met a bunch of friendly aliens, uh, who he now leads as an army. I'm just saying, when when Anel eventually rains hell onto Earth with his robot mm-hmm. alien with army. his robot alien army from the moon, yeah. Y'all are gonna be like, we could've saw it coming. <laughs> Y'all should've known. read the manga, you should've would've known. the manga. Yeah, that's, that's such an interesting thing that, like, there are these, like... We we were talking in the last, I think in the last episode recently, about, like, just how fucking big One Piece is, and how it's, like, mm-hmm. ev- everything with Oda, like uh, everything with the show really feels like Oda just knows. Like, when everyone shows up at Saba Odi, it feels completely fleshed out. Not, like, them, like, yes, I believe that these characters have had their full journeys in the past, however, you know, 300 episodes. And it, it always seems like when things are just going on in one piece but not on the screen like oda just kind of knows like he he's he's tapped into it and i think the cover stories are a mm-hmm. fascinating way that he's like yeah fucking hot chains on the floor and he meets a mermaid and maybe i'll use them later i think that could be cool yeah it's a really fun way for them to expand the series outward and just let you see like a thing that isn't directly happening to the straw hats or directly related to what's going on right now here's a way to take a look like alabasta's still here and things are going well and like you know, you show Gadatsu falling from the sky and seeing weird things, but in the process of seeing weird things, you see, like, oh, here's the Royal Guards, which includes Igaram and Pell. Like, here's this. Here are characters that I know from that arc showing back up and having a good time. It's neat seeing that as a way to look back and show places where we've been and how they are advancing, even if the, like, weird plotline going on is Gadatsu opens a bed and breakfast. 
Yeah, and I, I think I like those like tiny, sillier, contained things because mm-hmm. I mean the show is silly for damn sure. But Absolutely. When we stick with the Straw Hats uh, moving forward, we get kind of caught into, or at least like I think from this point on, <laughs> at the very least, we get really caught in like the rails of like big plot stuff happening. Absolutely. We were we were talking about like man, I hope I hope uh, after Wana we get like one smaller contained arc like like we had with Skypea and, and Thriller Bark, and definitely not going to fucking happen. We're on the yeah. rails forever. Because I was like, I bet after Wano, we're probably in the end game. <laughs> like, I think probably. We'll be, I think we'll be in the end game for like six years, but I think it's, mm-hmm. I think we'll be in it. I'm sure it's going to be a situation like, uh, so I, I finally finished Naruto. Congratulations. And what I real, yeah, thank you. Uh, it had been years, and I dropped the series right before, the start of a thing that was called uh, the Great Shinobi War, and I was like, eh, "Let's, we'll get back to this later." And what I didn't realize was that, like, when I went back, I was like, "Oh, there's like an extra 200, 300 chapters here, or something like that—a large number of chapters that I never actually read." I wonder what's going to happen after the part that I was in, and it was like, "Oh no, it's just that we're just in it for the next three hundred chapters." So I'm hoping One Piece doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's the thing is like with the and this is this is kind of us, me and Andrew. I'm going to talk in broad strokes uh, since Jory is here. Um, Hi, Jory. But, <laughs> but like, th- there are the way it's like separated into smaller parts. I'm kind of liking, even if it is so plot heavy. Mm-hmm. And Andrew and I have talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the Stampede episode at all because we were focused on how that movie was mediocre. But. Uh, I, I like the way that they've segmented things out, and Wano seems to be this big, like, what if we stop separating things out? <laughs> what if it all happened at once? Yep. Which uh, is kind of similar to how I, I, I think I think it's kind of a attempting an approximation of what is happening with where Jory and I are in the story right now, because a lot mm-hmm. of things are going to happen in the next year of this podcast. I keep saying it. Yeah. But, and this is something... I don't remember if Jory said it on the Saba Odi. No, it wouldn't have been on the Saba Odi episode. It would have been the Amazon Lily episode. Jory said the very astute observation that, like, yeah, all the Straw Hats, when they show up, get, like, the arc that's about them. This is Luffy's. And I'm like, shit, no, that's exactly it. (laughs) Like, Amazon Lily through a while is, like, Luffy's arc. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's fascinating to me that I never contextualize it in that galaxy brain way. Oh, I... I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were saying with the time skips, because I, like, I, know, I was thinking, I'm, like, I, yeah, everyone time skips and goes through all an arc. Summit War stuff. You mean that, like, in the same way that Barati is Sanji's arc, and, like, Alabasta is Vivi's arc, and Arlong is Nami's arc, like, this is Luffy's arc. Yeah, all all of Summit War, and I think in different ways, because, like, Amazon Lily focuses on certain parts of Luffy, and, like, what we're going to do next is very different part of Luffy and so on and so forth. I'll, I won't say too much more, but yeah, no, I think that's great. That's very astute, Jory. I try. I realize that that came off sounding sarcastic. No, like <laughs> I think that's, that's a very, that's a very smart idea. And I think that you are right, but I don't want to go too deep into it. Cause you're about to see a lot. Yeah. No. That, I, that, that oh, like, no. that's a great idea. Keep it in your pocket for another year. And just like, Oh no! Yeah, you know we'll we'll be in it for a while. Um, <laughs> but One Piece is so fucking good. Um, so this episode might we might keep bouncing around to talk about One Piece at large, uh, as we're wont to do, and already have not gotten to these episodes yet. But we can probably 
start with uh with we start at four eighteen. Yeah. With I, I believe yeah, Luffy has a nightmare of all losing all of his friends again. Great. Fucked up. He wakes up and up. he says, "I lost all my friends twice." And I was like, "Jesus, Luffy!" Yeah. You know what's like extra fucked up about these is that at the beginning of every episode, Luffy's like, "What adventure are we gonna go on?" And he lands in front of all his friends, and then it cuts to they're they are they haven't seen each <laughs> other for a few days now. Yeah, that 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 new reek like that new like uh, pre episode stinger where they like loosely explain the plot that showed up pretty recently which is a bold choice for them to be like all right here's all my friends let's get together uh it's about the archipelago they were separated and now luffy is doing this to save it, it his feels brother like it feels like a way to console like the younger audience in a way like they're def- they're coming back i <laughs> yeah, promise you, you'll see them together again eventually we swear it's like uh whatever uh, people talk about like seeing Transformers the movie, the original animated one, and mm-hmm. Optimus Prime just fucking dies in that movie, and then, <laughs> and then in the cartoon show he comes back as a zombie and they kill him again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they, they don't want to tr- they don't want to hurt the the like little kids that watch the show, so they're just like, don't worry, here's all of them together, they're still friends. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of wonder with. With a series that is this big, like, are there, like, there have to be, like, casual One Piece fans, right? Like, Absolutely. People that, like, maybe don't watch every week, like, you know, in the same way that, like, people might be like, oh, yeah, like, let's watch that sitcom. I haven't seen every episode. With a thing this long, like, or any, any, um, there's the soap opera. Like, I'm sure there are people that are like, yeah, let's pop in now. And like, oh, I started getting into this show and like. July of this year. Like, let's, you know, let's mm-hmm. keep watching and see what happens. Like, there's got to yeah. be people that need that quick little, like, info bite to get them in and then, well, like, yeah, keep going. Bec- like, the thing is, yeah, we, it's easy to forget that people watch anime on television and they don't binge a series on Crunchyroll or always right. have it at this, like, video on demand style. Like, Someone's going to flip on Toonami or like uh, they watch the show they already liked and they keep the TV on. And so One Piece starts with like, hey, this is a show about pirates. We've been in for a little while. Here's all the friends Luffy's made. And the last recent episodes, this has all happened. Like that's what's and it's it's a little bit of a detriment because sometimes it's like, all right, there is seven minutes of recap. And that's like mm-hmm. an issue. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's a minute and a half opening. Song slaps, great, I love it. Here's a minute and a half opening. Here's our preamble explaining the premise of the show for about a minute, now almost a minute and a half, and here's six minutes of what happened last time. Mm-hmm. It got real bad for a while, uh, which is why I fell off. Dress the one. Rosa. <laughs> it was it was it was bad before then because I yes, I fell I, off. I, I really felt it in Dress Rosa, but I, I mm-hmm. do think it started before. I know I fell off watching the show in Thriller Bark, but I kept reading, and then eventually I went to college and kind of dropped off the manga from that point. That was before Dress Rosa, but after the time skip. So an arc in the middle of there that I'm not going to name, because I don't want to <laughs> tell. I realize, oh yeah, someone doesn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's not... <laughs> oh, what? What's that? <laughs> um, I'm actually trying it- to think of, like, is it is it this... Or is there something in between that and Dress Rosa that I'm forgetting? It was it was PH. Okay. Which uh, uh, arc that uh, famously I love and Andrew does not. <laughs> yes. 
understandable that you uh, would drop <laughs> off there. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm, uh, and then mm-hmm. I yep. found years later, I found a uh, a podcast called We Are uh, Watching One Piece, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I kind of remember that show. Let's. I, I, I liked that show. Let's. Let's pop this on, and then I got re- reborn as a One Piece fan, and now I'm back <laughs> in it. So thanks for that. And now you've now you've been on this podcast a couple times. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how we stopped talking about the show again. <laughs> I don't know. So so we're in the first two minutes. They tell us about the concept of One Piece. Yes. Then what happens? Uh, he has this bad nightmare, which I actually found the visual representation of him losing his friends again interesting because in the in in andrew we we actually watched these episodes together when you were uh, at my place but Mm -hmm. um we don't see kuma touch the straw hats we see a bubble popping it cuts away um and in the dream we actually see kuma making contact with all of them and i think i find that difference real interesting for luffy's nightmare that's it that's my whole that's my whole thing yeah that's interesting I didn't even um, realize that. It made me very sad. <laughs> um, but luckily, my spirits are lifted because Hancock uh, has a great daydream about <laughs> I love it uh, so much about comforting her 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 husband to be Luffy. <laughs> She's just uh, she she just wants to console him about his friends. And then he'd fall in love with her because of it. He'd be like, mm-hmm. ah, I did not realize I had a true queen in front of me. I love you so much. And then it cuts from his, his like, shoujo appearance back to One I Piece love, reality. I love Fishy like, Luffy. And it's that's so how good. it would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just, like, talking to herself, like, on the ground, like, huddled up. Like, oh, I'm so in love with Luffy. He's so perfect. I love all the stuff of her, like, thinking about how much she's in love with Luffy and, like, imagining things. And it always cuts to Luffy just being obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't don't remember what the subs say, but I know that in the dub he just calls her Hammock. He never gets her name right. That's Uh what he calls her in the dub as well. (laughs) Great. I think my my favorite side of people speculating about the ending of One Piece is just, like... Will they actually like? Will Luffy ever realize that Hancock is in love with him? It's my absolutely favorite, not. My favorite, of course not. No, he's canon era ace. He doesn't even know what love is. Um, at least a romantic love. He knows uh brotherly love. He lo- knows the love of his uh, friends. Um, he can't translate it, but he understands what an akama is. <laughs> yes, you're right. Lost my train of thought because I had to parse the information that you put in front of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's just I. Uh, it's people are like, oh, she'll just buy him an endless amount of meat and keep him around that way. Uh, <laughs> I, I love, I love those Reddit threads. Um, anyways, the first uh, thing we get as as we're checking in with all of our friends, uh, the other Straw Hats is Nami. Nami, I love that hers is first because it's maybe the most on the nose of all of them. These yeah. first two ones are uh, the most like, huh. What what a wild coincidence. Yeah, which makes me wonder, like, Kuma, were you doing research? Kuma, Kuma what the fuck? <laughs> at least Kuma, for what these information two, do you have? At least for these two, Kuma was just like, hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send these people to an island that can benefit them greatly. Yeah. It's not, it's, uh, what Kuma carries around isn't the Holy Bible, it's the Story Bible for One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's just got a color walk, and he's like, hmm, weather, <laughs> and a robot. I got a spot. We've mentioned yeah. Vegapunk before. Yeet! <laughs> what, I, what I didn't remember rewatching these, um, because, uh, and this isn't a spoiler, mainly because I've already said it with Jory in the room, is that there will be another section of episodes uh, that where we check in with them. And mm-hmm. um, those are the ones that are adapted from the cover story serial. Yes. I, I, what I thought from just my memory was that these were just vaguely where they landed. And the second section show us what they're getting from it. Like pointing towards the, the training aspect of them being separated. But Nami Amit, like Nami ends this episode already having the skills that <laughs> she would presumably gain from training. Yeah, at least the very, like, beginnings of it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, it's not all the way there, but it's just mm-hmm. very funny to me that, like, she gets it immediately, which is great. We stand a queen, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Frankie's is is extremely, uh, like, oh, yep, got that one. But uh, the the other ones will also end up seeming just as convenient by the end of it. So, yeah, um, I, I think I think Robin's might be the most fascinating where I'm like, Kuma? Kuma, what is going through that weird head of yours? And we'll never know. <laughs> Anyways, um, Nami. So what happens to Nami? Nami lands on some some stormy island and is rescued by a wizard. Yes. Who uh, ch- changed her clothes, presumably, which is a little odd. But also, she wakes up and, like, attacks him. Understandably. Yes. She's she's very confused and angry, and he's just like a sad old man, like, I'm sorry. You were knocked out. I'm trying to help you, please. Yeah, every this is so funny because like he's he did the right thing to do, and the the only thing he could do from his perspective, and from her perspective, she was tapped by a large bear man, immediately knocked out, and woke up in a wizard's house. So, (laughs) hers felt like a very natural response. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. She, yeah, because we we spend a long time with her, just like realizing she's not where she was, and she just kind of like needs to sit and decompress for like I don't know how long. There's a there's like a cut, but it seems Mm -hmm. like probably several hours. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're having dinner, and he she's like, "Man, this food's good." Like, well, of course it is. You haven't eaten in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she flew for three, slept for two. And what's interesting oh, about this yeah. with her being knocked out immediately makes me realize, oh, did Luffy survive? Like, not survive, but Luffy stayed conscious while flying through the air. Did none of his Were none of his friends that strong? I don't know. <laughs> I love this goofy old wizard man, because he's just like, look at these. They're wind knots. He's what? just... <laughs> Out of nowhere. It's just fucking show and tell right away. Yeah, he's just like, watch this. You untie know, one, there's a breeze. In tie another, it's a little bit stronger. A third, and then it blows the whole table over and she gets mad. And he's just like, I thought I'd cheer he's just you like, up. I'm just trying to <laughs> eat. <laughs> yeah, like the entire table of all their food gets fucking blasted across. <laughs> um, this idiot's name is Haridus. I learned this now. <laughs> I just kept calling him the weather wizard, which I'm pretty he sure is. is like a DC superhero. <laughs> he is a weather wizard, and I don't know if he ever t- tells Nami his name on screen. Uh, but I, I was just like, what is this idiot's name? And it's Haridus. But yes, he's a great weather wizard. And 
Uh, yeah, he's like in the middle of dinner, shows off these fucking wind knots, um, completely ruins dinner. And then she's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. But she can't because it's like storming outside. And uh, I like his shower because it just, you turn it on and then it makes little rain clouds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. That sounds and, uh, like and, a fun time. In different circumstances, she wouldn't want to leave this place. Yeah. Right. Yeah, However, it's neat that it's like Nami's, her whole stuff has been weather and, you know, thunderbolts and doing all that kind of stuff with her staff. And so it's like, hey, we're going to put you directly in a place where you can, like, directly control the weather. And it's the last possible time she wants to be there. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, but then, so. At some point, he leaves, uh, and she's just like, how are you able to to walk through the, the storm? How are you able to walk through the valley of death, old man? Yeah, and he just puts, like, a bubble around him. He just gets, like, <laughs> a weird force field. And she, like, tries to follow, but literally can't leave the door. So what she ends up doing is grabbing the wind rope that she just has fucking laying around, and immediately is like, I can use this as my climb attack to make my attacks a thousand times stronger. So she like runs out in the storm and dispels the cyclone by using all, like breaking all three at once in the middle of her attack. And it sends like a tornado, like a wind tornado thing, a wind tornado, as opposed to a different type of tornado (laughs) Uh, uh, up into the cyclone and and dispels it. And um, we kind of, eventually she learns uh, that she's on a sky island (laughs) because the wizard shows back up and it's like, Hey, what the fuck? Uh, What's, What's uh? What does he do in the? I'm assuming it's the same in the in the Japanese because it's been a while since I've watched it subbed. But because I was watching it dubbed, and he goes, "Hey, hey, 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 hey. it's me." Yeah. I love that dude. I love this guy so much. <laughs> He's just like so chill and nice. He's extremely chill and nice. I'm so glad that they didn't go with like the pervy old man trope. You know what I mean? It would have yeah. been so easy to, I'm and I'm so, yeah. so happy they didn't. So easy to just go like, here, she lands with Master Roshi, and he mm-hmm. makes mean comments, and she goes, meh, and chops him in the head, and ha-ha, it's funny. But they just made, like, a kindly old man who's like, hey, I'm here doing weather work. Uh, and it's so <laughs> much ru- better. I know that you ruined my life's research with that thing you did, but hey, it's all right. It's You're going cool that you time. did it, though. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And then yeah, this, this dude tells great. her it's a it's a sky island. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking wild. <laughs> this is still the part of the story where like we don't know that there's a ton of those. Because like mm-hmm. the whole thing with Skypea is that it was an accident, which is fucked up if you think about it. But like sky islands are a normal thing. The first one we interact with, no one believes it's real and it shouldn't be there because it broke off of Jaya. And got shot into the fucking sky. <laughs> and then Nodo's like, eh, there's just a ton of them. Fuck it. <laughs> it's called a Weatheria. Yeah. Yeah, they're very th- on, th- the, th- on the th- nose th- names. Thought yeah. about that one for like, what, 20 seconds? <laughs> and they study weather. <laughs> Look, he had to make six whole places for them to land. Like, <laughs> you gotta... It takes time to come up with an island name. Yeah. I mean, the next one we're going to talk about is called uh, Karakuri Island. Yeah, which is just Mechanical Island. (laughs) (laughs) 
I uh, I love I love what happened to Frankie because it's just the perfect '80s movie. It's like ET but better. <laughs> ET except ET is just like a weird robot with a speedo. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> oh, this is this is interesting. I'm reading the wiki page for Karakuri Island. It was first featured in Anel's cover story. Um, hmm. oh. I don't. It doesn't continue to. This is where Doctor Tsukimi built his own uh, near automata. Which one's Tsukimi? Is he only in the cover stories? Probably. Probably. I'm looking it up. He's got a weird fucking head. <laughs> yeah, he's an old man who appeared in Anel's cover story, but I guess he also made robots on the moon or some shit. Okay. So interesting that it was mentioned that long ago. Which I guess would have been when was that cover story? Probably like Water Seven in his lobby. Uh, and I'll go into the moon was probably, yeah, around that time. I don't remember for sure. I think before even that might've been, uh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Water seven, not any's lobby. Cause I think any's lobby was something else, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Good insight from the, the, the correspondent. It's, it's like, despite watching the show and rewatching the show for this podcast, I am still motivated to read the manga as well. Uh, mm-hmm. for for all of this extra, like extra context, and also just like the art, like the the actual like panels are are different. Um, sometimes and just like I I One Piece is translated pretty well. Um, in terms of like not really losing any detail or style when it goes like when it's animated, but there is like a lot of the girls on Dress Rosa have tinier waists and larger breasts in the anime than Oda drew them. And that's fucking yeah, weird. And that's saying something. I don't know if like a, the different series director was on during Dress Rosa because like hasn't really looked that way since. And Wano's fucking gorgeous. It's it's wild how much better the Wano arc looks animated. It's unreal. Uh, and just like I saw like a I was talking to Jay the other day trying to convince him to watch One Piece, and I was scrolling on YouTube and saw like a thumbnail where like the Luffy in the like the very first arc next to Wano Luffy and just being like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? One piece is great. Uh, but yes, that's Nami's stuff. That's, that's her whole vignette is she's on a weather Island. She learns how to do the thing. Um, wiki, the wiki here says that the anime adds her stopping the cyclone before knowing yeah. where she is. Yeah. I have the, uh, the chapter pulled up uh, on my phone right now. The the it's literally two pages per straw hat over the these next two chapters. Wild. Her story is literally um we see like not long ago on a certain island stamped with a giant paw print because everyone lands in a giant paw print crater. I guess you guys covered that in Amazon yeah. Lily, but I forgot yeah. that until I was watching these. It's literally just like her pouting in a corner, you know, knees curled up to her chest, dealing with her loss, and it's him being like, "Hey, let me show you this rope to like hey, show you the hey. cool." look here these are very tightly tied wind knots um no it's literally him just like showing her the rope and her being like why the fuck did you just blow me across the room and he goes oh i thought it would chew you up she goes where am i how did i get here he goes oh you're on a small island called Weatheria. we study weather here and she goes a sky island and that's it that's all that's all we learn about where nami is for uh 30 chapters 
How do you how do you feel about this expansion of it? Because it's like it's certainly in line with what's happening. Um, One Piece is pretty good about the filler not sucking. Yeah, their their filler is usually like fine at best. But there's, I, a, I thought, there's a filler episode in Alabaster that explains what Poneglyphs are way before the show, like, it actually supposed to, which is huh. wild to me. I don't know that I ever saw that one. Wild. It's just, he just, like, falls in a pit, yeah. finds him, and then they leave. Yeah, they they follow into a weird, like, sand pit in the desert, and they like, oh, there's a bunch of rocks, and I, I'm assuming someone explains to them that they have the history on it, and then, yeah, they go back to business as usual, and then... Poneglyphs are important at the end of that uh, story. <laughs> so I'm assuming, like, it's probably, like, not canon that, oh, yeah, there's a couple more down there in Alabasta that Robin missed or something. Or maybe they intended it to be like, oh, yeah, she looked at those and it's not, th- those aren't Pluton either. But eh. <laughs> there are specific Poneglyphs that are different than the others is something that gets yes. explained eventually. I could not tell you when. But I, I feel like that's just more of a covering the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird because I'm like I I have known a lot of things longer than I but like before they were introduced to me because I'm just online. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I I couldn't fucking tell you either because I knew things about <laughs> uh certain type of poneglyphs way before I got to the arc where it's explained. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, next up is Frankie's. I love his. It's not my favorite because Robin's is my favorite, but Frankie's probably should be my favorite. It's really good. I I love it. He lands on an ice island, a winter island, which we already talked about, uh, Karakuri, mechanical island. We we see two two people, an old and a man. Digimon. Yes, and a Digimon, and an old man, and like they're they're. <laughs> kid grandkid um with a cyber dog and which is just a dog with like a uh, a fucking, cyclops visor yeah yeah and then they then they see uh, a figure show up that looks like a big abominable snowman so they fucking shoot it and then they realize oh that's just a man hey you, you're leaving out some important information there the dog shoots missiles out of its mouth <laughs> <laughs> Multiple. Yeah, right. That is extremely important information that I missed. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we just killed a fucking man." And then he's like, "No, nah, I'm fine. It's good. It's cold. It's I'm very cold." cold. Out here. They're like, "Hey, do you want to put on our clothes?" And they're like, "He's like, no, I have an aesthetic oh, to keep you keep up." And then he and then starts he... dancing, and then they join in. He da- yeah, he does a very long dance sequence, and they yes. join in, and they do the they do the fucking hand moves, they do the super. Every day, I wake up and put a VHS in the slot, and Frankie starts doing the moves. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> but he's just like, "Where am I?" And the old I love the old man who's just like dialogue written like it's in a video game, just explaining it with no fucking tact whatsoever. <laughs> Because he's just like, oh, yes, this is uh, this is the Karakuri uh, Island, the birthplace of the genius. And he's like, what? The genius. The what? The genius. Like, it feels like that fucking bit out of, uh, what? what's that idiot's name? Uh, Chowder, where it's like, would I? Would you? Would I? Because it's just like, it sounds like the same dialogue clip. It doesn't sound like he said the genius multiple times. He said it once, <laughs> and they played it three times. Um, it, it's such a good bit. I love it. So fucking funny, um, and it gets it gets funnier because he fuck we well, he, he falls down and turns to ice. Fucking great visual comedy already there, 
Um, but Jory, did you? I don't know what you expected um, to come out of this, but they take him to the hospital. And I was like, well, of course we're going to find out he's not a human. Exactly. They're like, oh, yes, he is a cyborg. It looks like he's powered by cola, but we don't have any cola. And then it like zooms out in their like super high tech advanced fucking laser factory uh, city doctor mm-hmm. room. And there's um just a, a, a tea set there. I'm like, I know what's happening here. They got to they got to put something in there. And then he comes out, and his hair's all relaxed, and he has, like, a, a suit jacket on. Still no pants! No pants, though. He's, he's Now he's a dapper pervert. Uh, yeah, his hair's combing down, and he's, like, very relaxed, and he drinks his tea, and he sits down, and he's like... And the kid's like, you were cool! Why'd you stop being cool? And he does, like, screams at him and does the, the super pose. And the Frankie just like stares at him and drinks his tea, and then he's like, <laughs> "Fuck this! We're gonna go find Cola because you're not cool anymore. <laughs> you're boring now, my cool robot friend. I watched all those movies about a kid finding a cool friend, and then they go on adventures and they learn a lesson before the friend has to leave. And I don't get I- that because now he's boring. <laughs> he just says to him, "You're boring." And I love how after he does the super pose, uh, Frankie's just like. What an embarrassing way to act. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my favorite bit is that, uh, at least in, in the English dub, uh, Frankie uh, drinks a sip of tea and then turns to the old guy next to him and says, you know, this tea is quite superb. And I was like, <laughs> God, perfect. Like <laughs> he, he says specifically what type of tea it is, and I, I didn't write it down. I just thought it's, it was funny. Uh, I think it was Oolong? It might have been Earl Grey, uh, now that I'm thinking about this. I can't I, remember. I'm not committing to any of these being correct, because I don't know. But I, I do like how uh, also his voice was calmed down, because normally you don't, Frankie has a certain inflection to it that uh, mm-hmm. that 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 you get, but it was just like he was talking normal. <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't they do this bit in Annie's Lobby? Yes. Uh, it was a different kind of tea, though. That was a good yeah. tea. He turned into uh, like a, a farmer. When he drank a certain tea at the end of a long day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's uh, right. Yeah, this is a this is a dapper Frankie, which we haven't seen before. Yeah. And then, fucking apropos of nothing, <laughs> we zoom into another place on this island, and snow falls off of a sign that just says Vegapunk. Uh cool. That's the guy who made the robots that were murdering everyone. How coincidental, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kuma. Having so, been made this way by Megapunk, said I'll send a robot there. <laughs> cool. This guy might like my old charging station. Time to send him there. <laughs> uh, fun note from the manga. Um, the It's literally just uh, Frankie meets the kid, gets blasted by the dog, does the dance, and then goes, Hey, I'm still cold. Where is this? And the guy goes, oh, it's the Mechanical Island. It was made by a genius. This is Futureland Baltimore. And he goes, what's that? And that's all we get. Cool. No <laughs> fucking Vega- dapper Frankie. So the Vegapunk stuff isn't revealed until... Way later. I, I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not really, because it's already in this. Um, but one of the later cover stories is just like, that shows after these initial scenes... The next introduction we get to where the Straw Hats are are just like two panels in two cover stories each. 
Um, Frankie's first one is him fighting a bunch of other mechanical animals. And the second one is just like Frankie arrives at the birthplace of Vegapunk. And everyone online lost our collective shit. Because we were like, <laughs> this, this single panel in the cover story is more interesting than anything happening in the chapter, anything going on with any of this. Like, we've been speculating and wondering who the fuck Vegapunk was for years. And now, and we <laughs> Frankie's still are. just here. <laughs> yeah. Wild. What? I mean, I'm trying to think of what chapter that would be where it wouldn't, like, that would be cooler than fucking anything that happened in the chapter. But I could probably um, guess that it's I'm probably, somewhere. I'm sure I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was still just like, yeah, there's there's cool stuff. People are fighting the stuff. Fine, whatever. Uh, who cares? They mentioned Vegapunk. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I that's yeah. This it's certainly like one of those like bigger world things where it's like holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's interesting that like they inside decided to include that in this episode. To hint at what's to come, rather than save it for the next time we check in with them. Because, um, I mean, we are going to see those cyber animals. We are going to see those fucking Digimon get fucked up. But yeah, that's the end of uh, 418. So, uh, before we go to 419, we have to talk about what I want to happen to me. Because I want to be exploring the Black Hills here in South Dakota <laughs> in the winter and find find Frankie and like with your bring cyber him dog Rain. <laughs> I bring Frankie home with me and like here Frankie, this is called an Xbox. And then we play Halo and he's not very good at it. And and so- it's a uh, and then he's like, Oh man, do you have any cola? I'm like, I don't have any cola, Frankie. <laughs> I have Mountain Dew. It's like cola, but better. And then I I give him the Mountain Dew. And then he goes he turns super. Into a gamer. He goes super, and then we beat we beat all the halos on legendary without dying. Dorian, will you start drawing your own cover stories for this podcast? I really, I really want to. I really want to illustrate this. Jory, if you start drawing cover stories for this podcast, or maybe we'll find someone to commission it. So just each month, we have a stupid One Piece story. That's really good. Tacked on. I, I think Gamer Frankie is number one. That's um, so funny. This episode comes out in May. I have time to fucking hire someone. Well, that 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 see see we did we came with the like Sanji vaping was a pretty early thing. We just have a yes. cover story of of you meeting Sanji and he's like, oh fuck, I don't have any cigarettes. You're like, hold up, I got you. Hold man. up, bud. Let me get my juice. <laughs> Rip some fat clouds. <laughs> Hey Don, you know what's better than a psychosexual show about an anthropomorphic introverted wolf in love with a promiscuous rabbit who also might want to eat her? No, I I don't. Nothing? I mean, unless there were a podcast talking about a show about an anthropomorphic introverted wolf in love with a promiscuous rabbit who also might want to eat her, and was hosted by a lovely woman like myself and her dear childhood friend. I can't think of anything more derivative. Shut up! I mean, you're right. Come join us on the Cherryton School Report, a podcast about the anime Beastars. A show about, well, you got it. Fur, fun, terrible animal puns. Part of the Orange Groves Podcast Network. New episodes Mondays. Beast on! They don't say that. They should.
I don't I don't vape anymore, but I would with Sanji is the <laughs> thing. Um we're coming up on episode 419. We're going to talk about Sanji. And we're going to be real upset about it. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, but <sighs> Chopper's first. Uh, so. Chopper's is fucked up. Chopper's um, is so fucking depressing. Yeah. Um, but actually, before that even, we have... Uh, oh, hold on. I, 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 <laughs> I texted this to our group chat because I wrote down a very funny joke. Um, 419 starts with Mommy Hancock uh, funding Luffy's insatiable hunger with her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to say. We're moving on. Uh, I I love it. I love this stuff because it it it's so it's like in in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball specifically, not Dragon Ball Z, because Goku's already married and stuff. In Dragon Ball, the interactions between Goku and Chi Chi are really funny because it's similar to this, where she's in love with him and he doesn't get it. Uh, Goku just goes along with it while Luffy is oblivious, but, like, one of my favorite scenes in Dragon Ball is, because Goku made, like, a promise to marry Chi-Chi when they were younger, and then there's, the final arc of Dragon Ball is after a time skip, and they meet in a world tournament, because she's a martial artist as well, and he has to fight her, and he just doesn't remember her, and she's, like, pissed off fighting him because he doesn't (laughs) remember her. And it ends with, with like, Goku realizing it, and he's like, you know, I didn't understand what marriage was, I thought it was a food, but I do love you, Chi-Chi, I know in my heart. And then she, it, like, ends, she's, like, holding on to him and, like, the hearts and going and stuff, and he's just like, hey, why won't you get off me? Like, re- sounding really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, I love this, I love Luffy just being obnoxious and gross while Hancock's like, I love you, King. luffy is a short king is the thing uh because hancock is very tall um yeah she's great she i don't know how much of this was in the manga if they just wanted to ground us with what luffy is doing each episode um because he's just on a boat but he's eating a ton of food and she has to keep pretending that it's all for her very very great stuff oh i was gonna i was gonna i was thinking again about like Oh, well, Dragon Ball, they still ended up together, even though Goku can't process love. What if, like, I wonder if Luffy will end up with someone in the end after after so long. Um, and I'm curious, Andrew, if you have any feeling. Do you think, one, do you think Luffy will end up with someone? Two, do you think it'll be Hancock or if they'll chew in another female character? Um, I, I've always been on the Luffy is completely oblivious to everything train i don't see luffy ever loving anything as much as he loves the sea and adventure so yeah um, anything or anyone um so probably not uh i feel like if they did they might pair him up with nami but that would be weird like i could see that early series but not now that's the thing like i this even though luffy you know we have we have this stuff with hancock and he does not seem to care about romance um i i wonder if still like as a weird like like one i know there's a subsection of the audience who fucking wants it and there's gonna be like there's flame wars of like nami there's shippers it's all it's a whole fucking deal um obviously we know he's canon airways but i i wouldn't i don't know like do you think that's a in a part of oda's brain where he's just like 
yeah, I'll throw it in there at the end because that's what you do when a show ends. Yeah. Or do you think he understands Luffy as well as we do? <laughs> uh, I'd hope he understands Luffy as well as we do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't see him pairing anyone up with him. I could see something like, I could see something like Luffy leading a crew that contains some people that are like vastly important now. I don't want to name names or get specific here. Mm -hmm. Um, but I could see like them sailing under Luffy's flag, but I don't see him like quote unquote ending up with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and I when I say that and I say ending up with them, I specifically mean Hancock, but I I don't I don't see romance in Luffy's future. I I don't either. I think I you know, maybe Oda might have intended that to begin with and has kind of nixed it as the show has evolved the way it has. I maybe if Oda wanted to do that, it would be someone who hasn't shown up yet and then like it makes sense when like Luffy finally sees someone and it clicks or something, um which I still think would be like I mean, be from weird. Where, from, it would be weird based on where we're at now. I like, I don't know. Most of the shit Oda does works for me, except for what we're going to talk about today with Sasanji. Um, but that's yeah. for different reasons. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's weird. I this is this is a thing that I'm going to say in the broadest way I can. Luffy's just more like Whitebeard than Roger, even though everyone says he's like Roger. You know, it's fucking weird. Anyways, um, that is so, um, good. The good thought, uh, Andrew, Joe. Andrew. I know you know everything I'm saying with that, but we need to. <laughs> yeah, good, good thought, Joe. I just think it would be in a situation. It'd be in like a weird situation with Hancock, where she sees it more as something different from what he sees it, but it mm-hmm. works for both of them, and they're both happy. But it's still not like a romantic relationship. Like I think, <laughs> I think the scene in Amazon Lily where he's like. Oh, is there food in here? Oh, why are you naked? <laughs> like, well, that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, like, well. like right now, it's all played as a gag. I, I, I have to, I have to, I have to wonder. Like, I don't know, would it, would just them cohabitating be enough for her? She's just happy being around him. I don't know. Who could say? I'm taking this too seriously now. <laughs> I could even see something where, like, we do get into kind of like the Goku thing that Jory was talking about earlier, where it's like. A oh, Luffy becomes the pirate emperor, and people are like, "Ah, that means he must be married to Hancock." And she's like, "Of course it does." And he's like, "What? No, it's just a cool title." Like, I could see, I could see something like that happening, but I don't, I don't see <laughs> similar to your buggy being king of the pirates theory. So yeah, that's my yeah, I uh, my theory about the end of One Piece is that the reality that the the in-universe world knows does not necessarily line up to what actually happens. And yeah. because of it, different people are seen different ways. And that's really as specific as I can get without getting mm-hmm. deep into spoilers. Yeah. It's it's like a, if you know, you know. <laughs> you're in the know, you're in the know. Uh, anyways, let's talk about Chopper. Um, after we get Luffy's great eating scene, uh, we check in with Chopper, who lands on an island in South Blue. Uh, is this the only one that they specify what sea it's in, or am I just missing it? Um, Robin is also Robin's in a specific yeah. ocean, but I don't remember which one. She's in East Blue. Okay. That's in fucking East Blue? Yes. What the fuck? That's the weakest... Oh, never mind. That's we don't have time for this. That's in East Blue. We, we 
don't have time for this. Uh, we'll get to Robin later. Um, Chopper is up now, and holy shit, it's so fucking sad. Uh, because the uh, one of the side effects that I hadn't considered and had forgotten uh, of of him doing the three Rumble Balls thing is when he went into monster mode. When Chopper goes sicko mode, he blacks out. So he doesn't even remember like other people disappearing before him. He doesn't know that they lost Takuma. He doesn't know any of that shit. So he just wakes up on a random island and is like, oh no, did I kill my friends? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. This is five minutes into the episode. I shouldn't be crying yet. But this is supposed to be lighthearted and silly. But no, it's not. It's just a baby boy. It's just a fucking baby boy. He's baby just a boy. Creature. He cannot help this. It's it's a it made me think about like how all those separations affecting everyone. Like the people I'm not too worried about would be like Frankie, Zoro, Sanji, and Usopp, because like they they can manage on their own and like they all have a personality type where they're they're fine. I worry about Robin because like they they like saved her both figuratively, like and real really they like got her out of her shell and everything with the crew with Nami, like this formed a bond with her that she didn't have. Like normally before them she was like just stealing and bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Rook hasn't seen people for fifty fucking years. And like now he has friends. And then I don't know how much time has passed since Thrill Bark. I'll just say a month. I don't know why not. not a month enough. later. Not enough just, for this. He's just, he's just back to being alone again. Like it fucking sucks. <laughs> Your Ugh. prediction that Brooke wakes up on a boat thinking, did I dream everything that just happened, broke me. It's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking depressing. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad this was the saddest one. Um, <laughs> like, like, well, Robin's was a little bad, but there's like glimmers of hope in that one, just a tiny it, bit. It, it's it's different because she immediately has like... A, like it's it's so different because she kind of plots into a story where she is like yeah. mm-hmm. the lead and in control, um, yeah. which I think is just really effective. Um, I like that all of these kind of strike a different chord, um, except for the Sanji one, which is the bad chord. But uh, yeah, Choppers is very sad, and then and then it gets sadder because uh, he uh, starts to realize all of his friends are here and they surround him, and then that's a dream. So this was just a stress dream he had. And he wakes up being bullied by some large birds. Mm-hmm. It's like Pikmin. Yeah. And he runs away and he talks to himself a bunch about how he has to take care of himself. He remembers that he has the Viva card leading back to Rayleigh. So he's like, everyone will be okay. I just got to get there. And he's like trying to get some food. And then someone sneaks up behind him. And hits him with a big stick. Because now Chopper is someone else's food. It's fucked up. Yep. Very. Uh, yeah, and then he wakes up uh, above a, a a big cooking pot. And there's some, I don't know, vaguely caveman aesthetic people here on this island. And he's like, don't eat me. I'm not a... What do they call him? Is They're it like- Suki? They're like, oh, we get to have, uh, we get to have raccoon hot pot. No, we get to have dog hot pot. They're like, no, 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 it's Tanuki hot pot. He's like, no, 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 I'm not any of those. I'm a reindeer. And they go, oh, 
I don't know what a reindeer <laughs> is, but I guess, guess we get to have reindeer, reindeer hot pot. <laughs> and yeah, and then they're like, wait, was it talking? That's weird. Oh, well. <laughs> but then the fucking birds show back up. Yeah, because a group of the dumb cavemen were were running like, we tried to infiltrate the nest and we got caught. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so the birds come back and uh, ruin all of these men's lives, and they don't free chopper or anything. He just, the rope starts to break, and he, like, uses his form transformation to not fall in the, in the, in the pot. And the narrator explains that he's on a, he's on an island where a bunch of big birds are. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, birds rule over people on Treasure cool. Island. Uh, yeah, damn, shit sucks for Chopper. Don't know what we'll do about that. <laughs> Guess we'll find out later. <laughs> um, the second half of this episode is Sanji's, where Sanji landed. It sucks. I've been, I've been gesturing towards this for a while as the worst One Piece skits with gender. Uh, I think, I think so. There's an there's probably another thing that is up for debate that I have stronger feelings on than this. But I don't where the fuck do we start? Um there's there's a character coming up that like I know I've heard arguments both ways about. It, I think it's intended to be shitty, but Oda's so dumb about it that I think it's good. Like Yeah, kinda. Yeah, like which is similar to how I feel about Mr. Two in general. Mm-hmm. Like the the visual design sucks. You put that man in like some some nice slacks, and he's just just cool. Right. Um, but then this stuff just this, sucks. Th- th- this stuff really <laughs> sucks. Um, so broad strokes, uh, Sanji lands on an island that Mr. Two. I think. I mean, we don't know that Mr. Two came from here, but. Um, it's it's a bunch of people along the lines of what Oda was intending with Mr. Two, Bon Clay, because uh, it's a bunch of cross-dressing men. And the language about it sucks because, and I've said this before, Oda just doesn't know the difference between a trans person and cross-dressing. So the language kind of all mushes up together and just becomes mm-hmm. gross and transphobic and bad out the gate. Um, this was, I will I will say... This isn't, like, defense by any means, because it's still 2010, 2011. But, uh, that was ten years ago. I'm not saying that it isn't, like, it's fine or better for it. I'm just saying, I think maybe Yoda has a better mind about it now. Is that there... vague enough? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. If you don't want to get into it, I won't get into it. With the the, I'm not caught up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't yeah, know. I got you. Um, but I've heard things that uh, I've heard. I've heard positive things from from people I trust, but I haven't uh, caught up with it myself. Anyways, this is suck. This sucks. Um, Sanji is like, you know, saved by a beautiful woman, and he's like, I have to thank her and give her her things back. And then there's a bunch of other women watching, and the reveal is that Sanji was viewing it incorrectly, and it is. It is not actually that. Um, and then he's chased around for a while. And I don't like it. It sucks. It's bad. Um, what did I write? Like, uh, what did I write down? Um, it, it defines these characters that are, like, up to this point, you know, the only trans queer 
characters in the show um, that, and it, it's entirely depicting them around deception and predatory actions. Um, and it's all man and dress trope visual designs. Uh, it fucking sucks. Um, my question for Jory is at what point did you realize it fucking sucked? Um, when, when it was like, do you like dresses? Okay, fair, fair. That's, that's exactly it. <laughs> because it's, ve- it's very clearly the way that the, the character was implying it was like, we're going to put Sanji in the dress and Sanji's not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and e- even if it turned out to be like an island filled with pretty hot anime babes who want to make Sanji dress like a woman, I'm sure his reaction would still be pretty bad. Yeah, because I, I, as I said, like, when did you realize it sucked? And I'm like, well, Sanji landing in, like, Amazon Lily would fucking suck, too. I was going to say, like, <laughs> Harem Island, which, one, I think is actually what this place is called. And two, uh, that already exists. Because there's a line in the dub that describes it as the second woman-only island, which is, like, intended to be shitty, and so and such is. Uh, but I forgot that this is also right next to Amazon Lily in the list of reveals of places. Shit sucks. It's uh, it, the the <laughs> something that I wish it was, so it wouldn't be bad. Is the idea of an isle? It, it's like it, the subtitle describes something like on the island, ha- people who have like a feminine energy or something like that. I do think the idea it's, of animals yeah. getting like blonde locks and like lipstick is pretty funny. Just it's for like a yeah. really stupid thing, but then when they play up the like facial stubble, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I know what you're doing. Yeah, all the actual like serious transphobic stuff sucks, but like on paper, I'm like, I, I think the uh, dramatized gender such that a, a raccoon, like an actual like, <laughs> like a hippo has well, yeah. like blonde golden mm-hmm. hair. Like, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't realize ridiculous. how much of a parody of the actual ideals it's thinking everyone is on the same page of is um which is often the thing with one piece i'm like well it's so stupid i don't know like it's again like i said this when we were in alabasta but oda basically said if you cross dress you get really fucking good at karate i (laughs) that's fucking like it's it's like an extra step of like i don't i don't know if i'm mad about this i am but like it's weird uh anyways um, it really sucks that this is how it's presented and done, and also that it becomes the defining trait of Sanji for a while is just transphobia. So, mm-hmm. bummer. Jumping back a little bit to what you're saying before, I think that this is. I feel like it was pretty. What's the word I'm looking for? I think I think it was specifically laid out that this is the island that Bon Clay wanted to find in the same way that like. Oh, Sanji okay. wants to find the all blue. Like in the same way that like, cause I feel like something like that was said during I don't remember. Alabasta that like people were, I, I, I remember now I will say my memory of being on an internet forum in 2010 talking about this chapter is that like, <laughs> I remember people drawing a direct <laughs> comparison to this Island being where Bon Clay wanted to be. In hindsight, mm-hmm. now that I'm saying this out loud, I don't remember if that's like specific in in canon, which I think it is. My gut tells me it is. There is a chance that it's just people being shitty online in 2010. It, if that yeah. is the case, I apologize. <laughs> I, I I could see it either way because I don't remember if 
Von Clay. Like if he if you told me, yeah, in Alabasta he said he wanted to go to a specific place because of his interests and the way he lives his life, I would believe it because this is fucking One Piece. Laboon came back up. Kobe I, I, showed up a second time. What the fuck? Yeah, like if it if it was, I feel like it was more of a like he was like, I want to find a place where everyone is like me or something like that. And mm-hmm. now, five hundred chapters later, here we are. It's shit. Yeah, but it's it sucks. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's a line too where it's like in the dub where it's like despite the bodies they were given, everyone here has the heart of a woman. And I'm like, when because of who's saying it, it fucking sucks. <laughs> where I'm like, on paper, that could be a good sentiment, but yeah, it's not. The- the official introduction in the chapter on the Shonen, Am- Shonen app, Sh- Shonen Jump app at the moment, which I guess is the Viz translation, says, uh, Peachy Island, the island of dreams, this is the famous second island of women. All the plants and animals here are pink, and the people of this island all have the hearts of maidens. That could work, and like, say something, like, you could... Exactly what you're saying. Like, in other hands, something like that is an interesting idea, but they're using it as a cudgel to be shitty. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's paired with like jokes and the the butt of the jokes is the marginalized party and it and exactly. it's done and it's done with the awful imagery of like the like Bond Clay had, um, where you know, you, you could see their legs and they were hairy, but the whole point is that they were trying to be feminine. Um, so it's a lot of stubble, very uh, dramatized faces of these characters in this arc. It's mm-hmm. ugh. Yep. It's rough, and it's over now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, next is 420! <laughs> 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 ri- the straw hats finally meet back up. They rip a fat bong together. <laughs> uh, uh, episode 420. Let's Frankie get it. reveals he got Vegapunk's vape rig installed into his right hand. And his left God. hand, each finger is a different hookah. I would give anything for Frankie to install a fucking vape in his hand. I say that about every robot and every piece of fiction. It's true. Android 18's like sup Krillin. Turns her arm into a vape rig. 100%. Um, most likely robot of all the media I like that I've said should get a vape to have a vape is Metaton. I feel like one is installed directly into Megas XLR. Uh, that chassis. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If that was made today, you would know it would be fucking fat clouds. Absolutely. It would be like they would they would put an exhaust pipe in in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great. Um, I said I said that I was gonna do this, and I am. I I saved a bunch of comments from the, the video, <laughs> um, on uh on Funimation's webpage for episode four twenty. Uh, my favorite one is this first one, which just the title is 420, and the comment says, I'm always blazed watching this great anime, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> which has been the title of our group chat now. Um, so another one that says 420, the comment says, blaze it. Nine out of 11 people found this helpful. <laughs> uh, episode 420 dot dot dot, the comment says, time to blow down and think about WTF is going to happen in the next few episodes. <laughs> This is such a good anime. <laughs> Four out of six people found this helpful. Uh, this one just says 420, and then the comment says 420. Um, <laughs> this one says blaze it, and then the comment seems to actually about be about the anime. It says, are we halfway there yet? Um, another one just says yay, episode 420. I didn't save them all because there's too fucking many, but I'm always blazed watching this great anime. Let's get it. 
is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever read. Can we get shirts that say that? It's Please. just like a shitty drawing of Luffy. Luffy smoking there, weed. Are there... <laughs> you got the ganj ganj fruit. You know how people make, like, edgy shirts of, like, Bart Simpson or, like, you know, doing something like holding a gun or, like, or Bugs Bunny. You see it a lot. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the like, gangster cartoon characters. Yeah. My friend has a bunch of those t-shirts, actually. <laughs> do people do that with Luffy? Yes, I've Googled it already. Okay, okay. I saw where you were going, okay. and I Googled it. Uh, here's a, this one's just... Luffy smoking weed. Oh, fuck, this first picture is him just holding a fat nug. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, yeah, uh, we were watching, uh, Strong World, and there's a, there's a clip in that where Brooke is smoking. We don't know what, but it is just very great because smoke comes out of his, like, eye sockets. <laughs> And I think that's probably the closest we've got to weed smoking representation in One Piece. One will just... One Piece have a pirate who smokes weed confirmed canon. <laughs> you th- you'd racking, think it would I'm be I'm racking my grain for a good punchline. Uh, that's just Smoker. Smoker, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of, like, Smoker, but, like, have we... Th- mm. Aokiji is definitely high. Oh, 100%. That's the one. That's the guy. It's not It's not icy steam coming out of his mouth or whatever. It's just fat blunts. Yeah. Why do you think he's so chill? Exactly. He's so chill. <laughs> I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying to think like rankings of like the top 5 One Piece characters to fucking smoke weed. Like Kuzan's up there. Kuzan might be number 1. Uh I think very different energy out of it, but I think also Kizaru is probably tied 90% of the time. Um, that's why Kainuzaru is always so fucking pissed off, because the other two admirals are always high as shit. <laughs> I also found this shirt, which is uh, Luffy in the same pose as the John Wick 3 thing, where everyone's pointing a gun at him. Um, which does look like it's from Strong World. It's doubly funny, because, like, it wouldn't work. No. <laughs> all those people would be dead like exactly yeah. like <laughs> john wick it's like damn if any one of them succeeds it's over for john for this one it's like i dare them all go for it yeah that'd be very funny the, the problem with this image is that i'm used to seeing it very artifacted and it pickle rick with guns around <laughs> jesus christ god uh, for well, more great content like this subscribe to the patreon <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, this is basically what our fucking commentaries are like. Just making <laughs> awful jokes while watching a movie. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying. I'm literally going through the list of characters trying to think of who else smokes weed. You think Shanks smokes weed? Oh, uh, yes. Not as much as Yasop. Fuck. <laughs> do, uh, do, do you think anyone's tried to peer pressure Chopper into smoking weed? No, he's like 12. <laughs> Nami instantly obliterated them. Yeah. Nami protects them. Zoro took a hit once because someone was like, Hey, Zoro, it'll make you stronger. <laughs> Problem is, he took three blunts. Yeah, he had three. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, of the Straw Hats, I would say Brooke, uh, Definitely. Frankie, and maybe Sanji. Oh, man, this stuff is dank. I can feel it in my lungs. Actually, Not that I have any because I'm dead. <laughs> uh, I think I, 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 the problem is now I'm thinking of characters that Jory doesn't know yet. And I think oh, I, no. I literally think it would just be Frankie and Brooke 
and Sanji would be like, nah, I, I, it's not for me. I prefer cigarettes. And then spoilers for a name, but I think Carrot smokes a shit ton of weed. And I think that's what gets Sanji to smoke weed. The kid from Usopp's Island? Is, is, yes. Yeah, the child. Um, okay. Also named Carrot. Uh, it hangs out with Frankie and Brooke. And Sanji's like, shit, guess I gotta get into weed. Um, <laughs> what was the other? Oh, uh, Bart. Bart 100% smokes weed all the time. Bart's never been sober since like he was like 18. <laughs> all right. That's the end of this segment. It's over. Uh, oh, I, I closed the whole wiki. Um, I've, I've got to. I've got to let everyone know here that I've never done a weed in my life. This isn't a joke. This is just genuine fact. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was too nervous in high school, and I never knew anyone that I could have some. And I didn't know how you went up to someone and said, "Like, excuse me, do you have any weed I could have?" Here's the secret: you work at a Wendy's. That's how I got it. I had you someone work in fast food. That's yeah. fair. I worked at a, a used DVD store, and a guy was like, "You buy spice?" And I was like. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is a video store. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, I've turned to just lying to people and saying, yeah, because my allergies, I already have problems breathing and it fucks me up just so they'll leave me alone. That's valid. (laughs) Um, Anyways. weird. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Do you have a weed I could purchase? Like, you just can't really... I don't know how to do it. I haven't purchased it before, though. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to dispensary and bought it. I have not done it myself. (laughs) This has been a long undercover sting, Jory. You're coming with me. (laughs) We're going to Impel Down. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait to go hang out with my favorite man, Ace. I wonder what he's up to. Oh, looks like it's going to take me a week to get there. I'm sure it'll be fun. I can still hang out with him. (laughs) Too busy blazing it. It'll all work out great. I like how this one starts off. This one's this one's my one of my favorites. I like the the last two beginnings with Hancock and Luffy. This one's great. Where she's, she's like, she's just like, hey, hey, Luffy, tell me about your friends, and I'll make you some tea. Because she's like, aha! If I get him to talk about his friends, we'll go, we'll grow closer. And he's like, which one do I start with? And he names them all. And she she just instantly focuses on uh, Nami and Robin, and just imagines him like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I can't be with you because I'm with them." And he has his arms around them. Like <laughs> my favorite, I think it's in the next episode where he's like, "Sorry, I'm just a bad boy like that," and walks off with each of them <laughs> under his arms, which yes. is funny because there is people who draw fan art and think Luffy's actually like that. Um, <laughs> I don't very get how you don't get it that hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Either. I see. I don't think. I don't think those kind of people care. That's no the people who want to draw shipping fan art. They don't care. No, it's like um, and I, I don't. There, I there's very few ships that I disapprove of. Um, but I we were talking about this on the stream the other day where I was like, I don't get Zoro Sanji shippers. Like, I get the like, oh, they're arguing all the time, but they secretly care about each other a lot. Sure. But I'm like, Sanji's the most actively homophobic and transphobic person in this fucking show. I don't think he'd ever love a man that way. Ah, like, but Joe, don't you know that sometimes the most I, homophobic And people... it sucks! I hate that trope that you're <laughs> also saying. I, I know that we're on the same side of this. It's, it might have sounded like I didn't. But, like, that's the thing. It very quickly becomes that for me, where I'm like, nope, mix it. Um, no thanks. Uh, I'm, I've been on a lifelong, uh, Usopp Nami and, uh, Robin Frankie ship. So, uh, hmm. 
That'll never I, go bad. I I ship uh, Robin and myself, um, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, I'm trying to think if I actually have any genuine One Piece ships. I don't have any um, genuine ones that I'm like, but I am like, well, if people did end up together. I think these are the ones that would be the most fun to me. Yeah, I don't think I have any ships really, um, but I do have a lot of trans head cannons. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I uh, I don't I think I've made this joke in this podcast before, where I think Nami and Robin are taking hormones because their boobs just get bigger as the show keeps going. God. <laughs> um, but unironically, I, I, there is, I, it's been a long time where I think my, my top trans head cannons were Robin and crocodile. There might've been another one. But. Have you seen, uh, this is semi related. Um, Oda has drawn like pretty much every character as like, Gender swap, gender yeah. swap version of them. It's kind of neat. Yeah, what if hypothetically there's a figure of the crocodile one, isn't there? There's a figure of the law one too, and and Luffy. Really? Um, yeah. There's figures. Of, I know at least Luffy and Law. Um, Wild. Uh, it's it's just yeah, it's literally just like they're extremely fucking skinny and have gigantic tits because gender is a fucking joke. Basically. Um, what if hypothetically there was a character who could switch you between genders and you literally went from a JoJo character to Nami and those were the two ends of the spectrum? Uh, hey, Oda, what if hypothetically that character existed and they did that power on all of our favorite One Piece friends? Could you draw that for us? And he did. Um, so, mm-hmm. great. Maybe that'll come up later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, these are conversations that I can't have yet, even though Andrew's here and I want to. <laughs> What happened? Yes, so yeah, Hancock's like imagining all these jealousy things, and the tea just goes all over the fucking table. And Luffy's like, "You're really bad at making tea." <laughs> and I think that's that whole bit. And then we dive into Robin's. Yeah, shit. I love Luffy, my boy. Luffy's so good, beautiful, my beautiful, beautiful boy, beautiful boy. I I shared um. It'll it'll probably be lost in the chat by the time that this comes out. But I posted the Bishy Luffy and um, another bish, like Luffy with like gigantic eyebrows and the We Are chat behind spoiler mm-hmm. tags um, because Jory hadn't watched them yet. I was trying to think of how to describe those eyebrows, and I was like, ah, that one guy from Fully Cooly, I guess. But <laughs> it's uh, Mike Guy eyebrows. Oh yeah, that too. Robin, she gets most of this episode to herself. I like that she got the most time out of anyone. Absolutely, and it's be- because this will probably matter in like 500, 700 episodes. Who could say? Uh, not yet is what I'm saying, but it definitely will come up again. She lands, uh, she's found in the snow by like a kid, and pretty quickly we realize that this kid in her weird jumpsuit with a number on it, that certainly can't end well, uh, she's one of many slaves. And they're making a big bridge. And the place is called Tequila Wolf, which is also my fursona. <laughs> it was my favorite enemy from Eni's Lobby. Yeah, Tequila Wolf. Uh, well, he drinks sake, doesn't he? It's yeah, a lot different. It's just a joke. Uh, it's, it's just a funny one. Um, you said this was in the East Blue. Uh, yeah. Theory. Is that, it's right that, here in that, the manga, yeah. That's fucked up. East Blue. Tequila Wolf is a country in the East Blue. It is the construction site of a massive bridge instead of an island. Interesting. It's a country. It's been under construction for the past 700 years. Holy shit. 
Yeah, it's fucked up. Upon the demand of the world nobles. Uh, and yeah, and it's being interacted, of course, by slaves. Uh, damn. And I can't keep reading the rest of the wiki out loud. S- oh, no. So, don't worry about it. Well, yeah, so, yeah, she befriends uh, this kid and slaves, and they're like, yeah, I've never I've never been to, like, any other islands, but I'd like to. And uh, she shows Robin all of her drawings of other islands. Um, one of them is made of candy. That'd be wild if that was real. That'd but, be cool. Uh, the, the real one that sticks out is the Sky Island that she drew, and Robin's like, hey, that's real. I've been there. <laughs> and she's like, whoa, what the fuck? My friend uh, so is she, there now learning how enough. to use weather knots. Yeah, well, that's I, a different Sky Island. It'd be fun. I liked how, I, can you imagine if any of these went back to a place we'd already been? That would be wild. I, I was I was kind of hoping that would happen. I think I... I was hoping it'd be someone like Frankie, Brooke, Chopper, Robin, who would go to, like, Orange Orange Town or something. Yeah, like, like it would be someone oh, who hadn't be cool. been there. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine, like, I'm, I'm like, what if... Like, I, I, I like, obviously, what One Piece does with this, where they actually end up with the exception of Sanji. And uh, I like... I'm just like, I wonder if... What if they just got sent back home? <laughs> like, what if they just had to do it again? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or different things like that. Um, what if what if, what if if they were separated in groups? Like, what, yeah, what if, if they landed together? Yeah, what if Frankie was in Drum Kingdom? That'd be fucking sick. They should make a movie where uh, Robin and Frankie got to go to Drum Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool. That'd be neat. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's that's the thing. I'm like, I hope One Piece ends one day so it can be satisfying. But also, I want so many fucking things to happen. <laughs> that's what fan fiction's for, Joe. I know. I, I want I want Robin to come out of the TV and give me a hug. Yeah, that's. I'll keep working on that fanfic, Jory. <laughs> I'll let you know how I, that goes. That's our June cover story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like how she's like Robin's talking to a little girl, and she's like, "Tell me about the Sky Island," and she's like, "All right." And my first thought is, "Well, we went there, and then we fought God. <laughs> <laughs> we beat the shit out of God and shot him to the moon." <laughs> he has some robots now. <laughs> Uh, like they played little clips of them in Skypea. That was neat. Yeah, I imagine Robin's a good storyteller. She's got to be. She's got. She's she's the mom of the group. <laughs> she always be reading. Mm-hmm. W- women Ink. be reading. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she's always reading uh, Jiraiya's porn novels. God, <laughs> well that would be a oh. wild reveal. If like half of ha- half of her reading is actually just like romance <laughs> novels with a lot of fucking. Uh-huh. What if Robin is secretly the horniest straw hat? <laughs> oh no! Uh, you would assume that based on her figures. You're, well, yeah, her and her and Nami. Uh huh. Oh, what an unfortunate world we live in. Um. Anyways, so yeah, so Robin gets like someone rats out, basically that the kid and and some of the other ones are like harboring Robin, a strange lady. Um, there's a lot of comments on this uh, Funimation, not just about weed, but about, um, the animation in this episode not being good, and they're all fucking wrong. This episode slaps. Yeah, it I... It looks great. Yeah, the animation's really good in this episode. It's gorgeous. Those are the same people who say that, like, probably that movie seven, or movie six looks shitty. Movie seven does look like shit. <laughs> now that, uh... <laughs> 
But I I think it, it's it's all those people who did like this this and this episode looks bad, and then it's just a compilation of like tiny faces from the background. Mm-hmm. But you don't need the detail on it, them. It's not Fuck even you. that. It's just like fluid like movement in this one that like is not as rigid as we're used to. It's just like yeah. I was literally like, is this episode have a different director? <laughs> you, you pause on a key on a. Uh like a wipe frame and you're like, how come the arm is like three arms wide? Ugh, bad animation. And it's like, my dude, like look at it in the end. Cause it's a fluid motion. That looks good. Yeah. It looks great. It has style. It's stylistic. Yeah. World's coldest take uh, one piece for being the most popular, like media franchise in Japan for years has a garbage anime, like animation wise and pacing wise, like, the fact that when we get a good episode like this, people are like, this looks terrible. It's like, my friends, you need to burst out of this bubble a bit. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, I'm like, as much as the story is incredible and great and moves mm-hmm. me to tears many times. Yeah, no, like, it's it's, it's got pacing problems at the fucking wazoo. And yeah. uh, a lot of, I mean, there's also the gender shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. far from a perfect text. But yet, we've been talking about it for years. And it's still good. Yep. Uh, it's like, yeah, it sucks, but I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I specifically mean the, like, the animation quality of the frames. Like, not yeah. not the writing and, like, world around it. Yeah. Um, there are some highlights. I think Inya's, oh, absolutely. like... Yeah, I, and I, I'm realizing now that, like, it probably comes with different teams over so long. Um, mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, Inya's Lobby looked great. Thriller Bark looks great. I think, look, this is... Pretty good. Uh, Fish Man Island, I remember looking good. Um, Dress Rose is just too fucking long and poorly paced. Mm-hmm. And Wano's fucking gorgeous. So, makes me want to catch up. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, Robin, uh, like, fights some of the guys and she decides to turn herself in and stay there. Yeah, Murder Mom gets let out. Yeah, yeah, no, just yeah. Like- it's. It's very funny, actually, because she, like, you know, beats so many of these people, and there's one guy left holding a gun at her, and, like, she, like, lifts her hands up, and he, like, runs away, because that's how she does her attacks, mm-hmm. and then he realizes that she gave herself in for no reason. Yeah. Wild. And then I, you know, then we get to speculate why she did that. Um, But, yeah, so she learns from someone that this place is called Tequila Wolf. It's a bridge being built for 700 years. And uh, she's just, and she's like, why? And she's like, doesn't matter. You're a slave now. Build it. It's all you have time to think about. And well, that's the end of that. As as much as I think Robin Robin's section is like really strong and interesting and affects the bigger world in a way that the other ones don't. Why is she the one that has to go into slavery? <laughs> like, hasn't she had? Hasn't she been through enough? Yeah, I feel like. It's... Can Robin be put in a rom-com next? <laughs> <laughs> I think that this episode is interesting because it's the one that pulls... A, her section is longer than anyone else's by far. Yes, um, yes. It's also the one that is pulling in the most from, like, not from the manga. Um, because the two pages she get are literally just that last conversation with that dude. Really? It's just her in chains learning about what this island is, what's up with the bridge, and that she's now a slave. Everything else before it is new to the anime. Fascinating. Yeah. And that's the best stuff of these episodes, so... (laughs) Yeah. Is it... Do you think it's 
there's no way it's coincidental that it draws from like World War Two dramatic imagery for this. It's a, it's absolutely the guards have like special like armbands and like mm-hmm. the the very clear camps. Oh, it is not subtle. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's not that, but are, are there armbands? They, the, I thought they had, all the bad guys had like specific like yellow armbands. They weren't like blatant red. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I same. don't remember. I know there was some stuff around the collar that had like the world government four dots, which is like similar enough. Yeah, they're honestly. definitely wearing like you know knockoff SS outfits. Yeah, like it's it's wild that they pulled that in so directly into this chapter or into this episode for just like yeah, like we're gonna direct like in the manga it's just. We've got slavery, but here it's like, yeah, we're gonna like crank that down, turn the notches a couple more, st- uh, you know, a couple more degrees, and say, here we are. Like, this is the world government. We are directly being asked to do this by the world government. The people that are being brought in are either criminals or people. Like, they specifically say citizens from um, countries that chose not to join the world government. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucked bleak. up. Well. Let's go. <laughs> well, I I will say it does suck that it's Robin that's getting put into this. At the same time, like, can you imagine trying the- to do this story with Frankie? You're right. That's the thing. Ro- yeah. Robin gets all the heavy stuff because she's the most emotionally mature character, and she is the most involved with politics and stuff. And like, also, I know how this pays off. And I think yeah, yeah it needed to be Robin. Um, for a million fucking reasons, it needed to be Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh. But also, yeah, I'm like, can she, must, she catch when, a break? When will she get a day off? Exactly. Please. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's great. I look forward to I look I look forward to Jory's reaction to the payoff. Um, which is to be fair, how that's the whole reason this whole fucking show exists. But this one specifically, <laughs> this one yeah. specifically is up there. What's the other? Uh, oh, I think it's not. It's, there's there's another one. It's um. The last one we do? Well, no. Well, so Usopp is also in this episode for two minutes. Yeah, there, that 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 was another fucking comment on uh, the Funimation thing. Like, oh, they they gave Robin so much more screen time than Usopp, and I'm like, how much? How much do you need of? He only needed the two pages. Yeah. Do you really want to see more of Usopp on Bugman Island, like with fucking Heracles? Uh, Heracles. I, I, mm. I do want to see him on uh, Toku Island with with the Vor plants. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the second half, not the second half. We have the last like few minutes of this episode is Usopp, who is alone on a big bug forest island, and he gives this great spiel about this expedition with all of his friends, and he's like, "Unfortunately, my friends could not be here today, so it's just me." Uh, and then he, yeah, he. Runs away from a big bug, and the bug gets beaten by a guy in a bug armor suit whose name is Heracles, and he ends all of his sentences with the letter N, whether it should be there or not, including his own name. So he refers to himself as Heracleson, but his name is Heracles. Usopin is also a thing that he uh, will say a lot of. He's very funny. Huh. He sure does resemble a cool friend of ours we haven't seen in a long time. I don't even know what you're referring to. He sure does act like Soka King. He sure is over the top. I wonder if that's a coincidence that Usopp would run into 
someone who a man in armor who's over the top (laughs) who's over the top much like our friend soga king who is not Usopp, it's someone else wasn't (laughs) your uh initial get like guess and hope that he went to elbaf yes (laughs) that was what i hoped for back when i was uh on the forums i wanted elbaf or the two the two most requested was elbaf or that there was actually a sniper island that he got sent to (laughs) Yeah, that'd be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> well, of course, he's already on Sniper Island because Sniper Island exists in your heart. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I think like the show getting to Elbath or an actual Sniper Island would be like those. Those are those are two big things. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of other things that have been set up that haven't like in any way paid off. I guess like still don't fucking know shit about Vegapunk, but that's like a terrifying thing. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the idea of them landing on a sniper island and Chopper and Luffy being like, <gasps> looking for Soga King. Usopp, you can meet our cool friend Soga King we haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> God, that would be so good, though. Honestly, any excuse for Soga King to come back, I'm here for. Like, mm-hmm. that's. He's. Just one more time for me. Anyways. Well, it's gotta happen before the end. <laughs> I sure hope so. Anyways, yeah, so he meets Heracles, the bugs uh, are there, and yeah, all the plants are man-eating plants. And there's just some great uh, great time with Usopp running around um, and avoiding being avoided by plants. That's the whole episode 420 plays it. Man-eating weed island. Anyways, uh, last episode is 421. Uh, our last two characters to check up, in, check up on are... Zoro and Brooke. So we'll see what happens to them. Uh, yeah, so there's one more exchange with uh, Luffy and Hancock. I I really like how she's she's like in the corner. She draws like a heart. It says Hancock and Luffy, and then she shoots a little beam at it. It's so really cute. funny. <laughs> she's like, middle, middle. I love her so much. Um... Yeah, she. I, I I'm just imagining like someone finding that later and being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I I love this like in her that her uh daydream sequence. She's like, "No, Luffy, what do you see in them? I will change for you." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hancock. I'm just too much of a bad boy. <laughs> and he had, and he's wearing a jacket like the admirals do, just around his shoulders, mm-hmm. has his arms around. <laughs> Navi and Robin. I do like the uh, the running joke with this um, the Hancock stuff in these episodes is that she keeps asking for like yeah I need like five tons of food a day or like every meal and then like Luffy keeps making noises and she has to like keep pretending that they're the noises she makes yeah like she's like oh boy I could need another bite and they're like I can't believe she would say something like that. <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's like a pile of stone bodies yeah, just her a, door. Exactly. Like he tried to peek on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including my favorite Marine of all time is introduced in this episode, where he hits a guy that stands in the front and goes, I don't believe that she would say something like that or make a noise like that. And has a weird voice, and then later someone refers to him as Lieutenant Stalker. <laughs> yeah. My new favorite Marine. <laughs> Get out of here, Kobe. <laughs> I, 
I also, I, I love th- just the background guys, like, there's no way she'd say that. If she said that, I'd give myself a mohawk. And then she comes out and says it, and everyone's, like, shocked, causes their hair to go into mohawk. very <laughs> funny visual joke. Yeah. Um, my favorite Marine, uh, at this point in the story, I would say is, uh, Okiji. Because he's the most interesting one. Um, and then I have, uh, at a later point in the story, uh, a different favorite Marine. Okiji's brother. He's the same, but there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. Snow Okiji Kiji. too. The Snow hot Kiji. man. <laughs> I want to see Ace and Okiji fight. That'd be fucked up. That would be uh, fucked up. That yeah, would be fucked up. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this first one. Uh, my notes, I wrote down Zoro, and then I crossed it out and wrote Perona. Uh, because <laughs> uh, we check in with her, actually. Remember when yeah. remember when that goth GF ghost girl uh <laughs> as my friend Ken posted on Twitter fucking Grimes got <laughs> blasted uh to away by Kuma with when we met Kuma the first time while well, she landed exactly what she wanted she wanted a spooky island with a castle but uh we 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 cut to this island and we just hear her say still angry still angry <laughs> I'm just can someone draw Perona like Looking away and that uh, says like no talk uh, me angry like the cat. Um, <laughs> please, thank you. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's she's in an empty big castle. She's upset because she's left here all alone. There's no, you know, she's not getting like servants to to tend to the castle. She, she's she's she hates the social distancing shit. And mm-hmm. uh, something crash lands on the island. She goes over and looks at it, and it's Zoro, and she's like, oh. It's one of the straw hats. He looks like he's going to die. Bummer. And then she leaves. And that's it. Zoro's dead. Between, between Brooke and Zoro, the most likely one to show up in a spooky gothic castle. <laughs> yeah. It's Zoro. And uh, yeah, she walks away saying that, like, I guess he'll just die here. And then um, we cut to him having been bandaged up by her. And this is very funny. <laughs> All of this that happens. Uh, because he does wake up, and she, he, like, wants to leave, but she's, like, she doesn't want to say that she wants him around, but she does, and then she puts him in the bear suit. That's fucked up. Yeah. You know, I took a screen cap I of, want. I took a screen cap of him in the bear suit so I can tweet it with, like, Midsummer 2019 on it later. Yeah. <laughs> You know, all I want is to crash land on a haunted island and then a pastel goth GF take care of me. Yeah, I can't God. believe Oda read my fanfic and then decided to incorporate <laughs> it into the manga. What's the character who would give least of a shit about this? Zoro. <laughs> and I, I love him like being mad at her, and then she just keeps using her power to <laughs> yeah. get him to give in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I also really like... Uh, him trying to leave, and she's like, "No, you idiot! The le- like the door is that way." And he's like, tur- "It's like, oh, thanks." And like turns around and starts <laughs> going. And she's like, "Why did I tell him that?" And then like she realizes he's still going the wrong way. <laughs> like that's not even the way I pointed. That joke never gets old to me. Just Zoro oh, not so being funny. able to tell where he's going. Did you? Um, I Jory told this to me, but uh, and. So the One Piece game that came out last year, World Seeker, they put out DLC where you can play as Zoro, and they made the mini map blurry, 
And it's the funniest fucking That's thing. That's so funny. That's <laughs> I wish such that a was, good joke. I, I wish it that I wish it also happened in uh, Pirate Warriors. I don't really, because then I would never play Zoro. <gasps> Similarly, so how funny. I, Sanji can't hit women in that game. Um, in in Pirate Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of why I never play as him, because there's pretty often like women characters in levels, especially on fucking the Treasure Islands, where they just mix, they just take every character in the whole game and just. Say fuck it, mix them up, <laughs> uh, which is very fun. But anyways, yes, what were we talking about? Perona, my my my, my Perona. I love I love this. <laughs> it's weird that of all the people that get stuck with her is Zoro. Yeah, she's she's having fun. He's running around the castle and she's like doing her big ghost shit. Um, I don't really remember how this ends. I know that people ship them now. This yeah, episode I mean, came out on October 11th, Happy National Coming Out Day, 2009. <laughs> oh, shit, this is 2009. This is older than I thought it was. I had said 2010, 2011 earlier, but it's much uh, much earlier. Yeah, how does, I mean, does it just zoom out and say, yep, there they are? Basically, it doesn't really say much more about what's going on. I will say cool. in the... Uh, in the manga, the last thing that happens is that he says he's like laying in bed bandaged up and he's like, Where are my swords? And she's like, I'm not giving you any weapons. And that's the last we hear. Cool. So all the like bear stuff and the negative ghost stuff, that's all newly added, but that's about as much as we learn about him. Cool. Well, she is there. We uh we check in with our last maybe the fucking funniest shit. <laughs> like I don't Oh, I I love this. I right away I think it's it shouldn't be funny, but I think it's really funny that there's just an entire country of poverty. Like, that's such an absurd name. Yeah, it's and called, there... like, Hungerland or something, isn't it? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the place where people are poor and hungry. Hungaria. Um, the impoverished God. nation. Yeah. On Lazy Bones Island. Yeah, Lazy Bones Island is very funny. Um, But yeah, basically... <laughs> We we see a gr- like a bunch of people in black robes trying to summon Satan, and well, there's only there's only there's only one straw hat we haven't seen yet. Um, I wonder if he could pass for Satan, and wouldn't you know it? That's where he lands right in the fucking summoning circle. This one is so funny and ridiculous that I'm like, Kuma, my dude, <laughs> what the fuck? You knew three days in advance, or are you just lucky? He prayed like, really hard, and God told him to send him there. That's that's very funny, actually, that they did get their Satan because someone with a Bible made it happen. <laughs> uh, obviously, I don't think the show wants... I, as far as I know, the show doesn't want me to think too hard about Kuma uh, knowing... Like, like, the mechanics of Kuma knowing where he's sending people and also three days' time passing... But this one's a little funny. Like the, it's like, yeah, make him land on a summoning circle for Satan. He's a skeleton. Fuck it. Sure. Like some of them seem really intentional, and then some of them just work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's he lands in the summoning circle, and they're like, oh shit, it fucking worked. That's Satan. Uh, holy shit. And he seems that he's immediately like, I need to find a way back to my friends. And they're like, how do we? What do we do? What do we what do we do to, to to get Satan to stay for us? What can we offer him? A sacrifice? And at this point, I'm assuming Jory, you already knew what was coming. 
Oh, I absolutely knew what was coming as soon as he, as soon as I saw him land there, and they're like, "How do we keep it here?" I was looking to see if there was any women there, uh-huh. uh, and th- there was just in like the background shots and stuff. But he he focuses in on on a young blonde woman with her with her robes up and everything, and he 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 says the line. He's just like, "Can can I see your panties?" And then it cuts to the outside of the. Uh, of the building, and then they're all like, "Come on, just just do it for him." And then he he says something, and he's like, "The men don't need to show me their underwear." Yeah, well they they say like That's a long beat between those things too. They say like, yes. "Oh, the well, men don't have to do it." And then it's like, "Oh," he's like, "He shows me," and they're like, "We need to give Satan underwear. Satan needs our underwear." And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> it's so good. God bless. Satan bless. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it made me, it also made me realize Brooke would be a good representation of like the devil in something. That'd be a fun like cartoon where some teens perform a ritual to summon Satan. And then he's just, just a like, goofy skeleton man. Yeah, just this chill skeleton man who plays music. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd watch it. My favorite thing about Brooke is that when. One Piece makes cross-promotional material where they're all teens in high school. He still looks like a very old man. And they <laughs> there's no way to really reconcile that because he's just a very old man. You talking about the noodle cup thing? I'm talking about the noodle cups where they where they like, all right, high school AU. How do we reconcile with Frankie and Robin being in their 30s and Brooke being like old as literal bones? Mm-hmm. And they just kind of put him there. And they're like, yeah, he's, he just looks old. You know, he's in band. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Buy the noodles. Please sponsor this podcast, please. Please. Oh, I would love some free ramen. I'm gonna lo- I, yeah, pay me in noodles. Please. Put put uh, put us into a commercial where we're, we're handing uh, love notes to Hancock and Robin, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And of course, getting rejected, but yeah. we're not worthy. We're not. Um, and that's the end of the episode. There's nothing else to talk about. Bye, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, no, we have. After all these fun times of seeing our what our yeah. good old pals are up to, uh, not all of them were fun, but most of them were pretty fun. Uh, we get to find out what's going on at Impel Down and uh, what's going on with the. In Marie Jo, and it's uh, fucked up. I'm learning from the wiki page here that in the Funimation dub for this, this episode, the Satan worshippers are voiced. Some of them are, are voiced by people from the other, like the the One Piece podcast. So like, what the fuck? so like, where? Give us some shit. Give me someone who just get kicked by Robin. Just let me be someone who gets murdered by Robin, please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> You don't even have to find me out. I'll record in my house. Yeah, that's true. We don't. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy, actually. Everyone's complaining about making podcasts remotely. Spoilers. Everyone does it all the time. Anyways, yeah. Uh, let's let's see how the Marines are handling uh, everything. Oh, boy. Uh, pretty yeah, well, so, actually. Night, everyone. Yeah. Yep, that's great. It'll all go fine. Uh, there are six days left until Ace's execution. Um, we see a bunch of Marines gathering, uh, preparing for this. 
Some of them we know, including Drango. Some of them, or I don't think we know Hina's name, uh, but we see her. She's pretty lady with pink hair, right? Or is I'm thinking my confusing uh, names. Yeah, Hina has long so. pink hair. I think she showed up. Uh, Django and full body are she, under her. She showed up in Alabasta. I yeah. don't fucking remember that. Her powers are fucking stupid. It's locked into uh, my brain for some reason. <laughs> I bet I know why it's locked into your brain. Uh, uh, Smoker and Cheeky, also a giant whose name is John. I'm just letting you know that. Um, they, so they basically are like also the three admirals and the Shibukai are there um, preparing at Marineford. Most of them. One of them's one's on the one way. Doesn't want to be there. Yeah, one doesn't want to be there. He's an impel down, and one's on the way. That's Hancock. Yep, gang's all here. And yep, the gang's fucking all here. And uh, now we get to see a little bit more, barely a little bit more of Garp visiting Ace's cell. And Ace, Ace doesn't. Ace says, "Just kill me. This, this, all this shit ain't worth it." Um, very sad because Ace knows exactly. What will happen if Whitebeard starts this war? And he's like, I'm not worth it. Please <laughs> take me out, Garp, please. I'm asking you as a friend, put an end to me. And Garp says, hey, if you're dead, it's only going to be worse. Like, Whitebeard's only going to do it like twice as hard if he knows you're dead before the execution. Uh, and what's the last thing that Ace says here? I, you know, I forgot to write it down. Says something about his dad. <laughs> it's fucked up. How do you, Jory? I'm giving you no prompt beyond tell me what's on your mind. <sighs> why? Why does? Why does this have to get more complicated? Q Avril Levine. <laughs> Oda, why did you have to go and make things so complicated? Um, I don't know. You just you you recently started doubting. Ace's family relationship lately. So, well, I it didn't really I didn't really think much about it until Garb visited Ace in jail, but sure it is weird that his name is not uh Monkey D Ace, but he's Luffy's brother. He's uh Yeah. They look this they look similar. Portuguese D Ace. You know? Yeah, they look similar. They have the dynamic of the group together. There's a Garp knows him. Be, in, in a way that's beyond just I know you're part of Whitebeard's crew. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I literally am just like I can't say anything to guide uh, your thoughts or anything that you say, but I just slay it all out in the pod, and Andrew and I will silently <laughs> uh, listen. Is that is that it? Just like yeah, it's fucked. It's up. fucked up. It is fucked. I mean, it is fucked up. Um, yeah, Ace, I, I, I mean, obviously this is my second time through, but Ace asking Garp to kill him instead of do the public execution, uh, hurts me real bad. Yeah. I, I already forgot, Andrew, that I'm, I asked you to rewatch this scene. It's, um, it's rough to, it's rough to watch. I'm, um, I'm surprised that Ace is invoking Mayor Whoop's lap in this moment. His real dad. You can't make jokes like that, George. I think you're being real. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Whoop slap for uh, Ace, a real, Ace a real very dad. real character name. Yeah, in this fucking <laughs> fucking show. Um, 
Well, that would be fucked up. What if Ace's dad was Whoopslap? <laughs> it's on the same island. Exactly. Uh, well, that's it. That's episode 421. We actually had a two-hour episode for the first time in, I don't know, years. Um, so, that's great. Also, this being our May episode means we've passed a year of being actually monthly. That's cool. That makes me feel uh, validated. But, of course, I will be asking Jory their predictions of what's to come uh, after we do our plug, so please stick around for that. I'm sure that their brain is just on fire right now, much like it ate the flame flame fruit. Let's start with our very special guest, Andrew. Uh, where could people find you on the internet and check out other things that you do? Yeah, uh, you can find me on this very network. Uh, I am on the Argonauts podcast, a... ARG alternate reality game deep dive uh, podcast. We look into the plots and puzzles and just kind of ephemera around alternate reality games, a very uh, weird and niche internet specific genre of interactive media. I am also, uh, I stream a lot over on uh, twitch.tv slash AC Sherman. Uh, weekly, I do a battle tech series with Riley Hopkins, a uh, friend of the network, um, as well as, uh, not on fiance. the network, but huh? friend, not on the network, but friend, that's a friend of the network. I, a friend of, no, I guess you're right. Friend on the network. Yeah. I guess that's, <laughs> that's more official. Um, I was trying to say person on the network, but that's a better way of doing it than I did. Um, but, uh, I also do, um, random streams, uh, typically with my fiance. Uh, we do a lot of, uh, Pokemon streams where we, uh, do battles against each other, uh, using rated Pokemon only, or we'll do uh, Nuzlocke runs, things like that. So, uh, yeah, um, check out Twitch. I'm having a good time with it. Hell yeah. Uh, Jory, what about you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the internet on Twitter at, no, I'm Jory. Um, I have other podcasts, but I, I don't know when I'm going to record those, but, uh, we are, we are watching One Piece, the one we're on right now, if you're, if you're listening to this. And thinking, damn, I want to hear Jory talk about One Piece. You need to pay more attention, because you just have been. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also have... <laughs> my, my other podcast, uh, Citizen Hank, which has the first season of King of the Hill covered on it. And the second, second one is Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast, talking about wrestling with my friend. Don't know when we're going to do a new one. Uh, by the time this is out, we probably have talked about WrestleMania. Um yeah, that's so, like soon, isn't it? It's uh, this upcoming weekend. It's already recorded because there's no crowd, so why do it live? <laughs> so fair. But. Watching those wrestling clips with no crowd is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. It is incredible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's why I'm excited that they're still going on with the <laughs> biggest night of the year. My my sincere hope is that they still go out go all out like they do for WrestleMania and have like fucking fireworks everywhere and two-minute entrances. Someone takes forever to get to the ring. It's going to be a wild time. Someone goes for high fives from nobody in the crowd. Yes. I, I did see someone do that this week. It was oh pretty good. Normally he like God. fist bumps everyone and he was just like pretending to fist bump. No one knows. He just so punched glad the stands for a couple seconds. That, I'm so glad they're leaning into it. God bless. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Oh yeah, boy, uh, you can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, that's how my name is spelled, uh, and I make a couple other podcasts here on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Suddenly I've forgotten all of them, now that I have to plug one. 
But I don't know. Uh, you can. I got it memorized. Is, is one of them. We are going through Final Fantasy X. Um, no idea where we'll be at in the story by the time that this episode actually comes out. Uh, but it's uh, it's been a great time to recap that game with my friend Wheels. Um, we both liked that game quite a lot, and we just have a great time making fun of all that shit uh, and doing the the voice that we do for Waka, which is I'm Waka here. Because doing his actual voice would be racist. Um, Anyways. And he was voiced by John DiMaggio, so it kind of just is. Anyways, what else is there to plug for this show? Uh, You can follow the show Twitter account. uh, We are watching OP. um, And you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Links to both of those should be in the show notes as well. Thank you to our May patrons, Adam, Andrew, Ashok, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jamie's, Cat, Cat, Kyle, Lucas, Martin, Morgan, Peter, Riley, Stella, Steven, Tobito, and Tyler. You can back us just, everything's at the $1 level, but you can get these episodes early, and uh, you can get our commentary tracks that we've been doing, and we'll probably pivot at some point this year to... Something else. Uh, I don't. I don't know what exactly yet. So if you have input, please let us know on Twitter, or uh, if you're a patron and you can do comments there too. Um, but we're gonna run out of movies here pretty soon. Of uh, we might actually be out by May. I don't know. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I don't remember because we have like some special shorts and stuff that we can fit in. Um, but we just did Strong World, so we're pretty much there. Uh, but yeah. Um, and it helps us support. Uh, keeping the show uh, alive because with the help of an editor, it is much easier for us to stay monthly. And yeah, our our goal up there is uh, our you know hundred dollars a month will will uh, make two episodes a month happen, and at four hundred and twenty dollars a month, we'll smoke weed with Luffy. Um, I don't think we ever actually said that on the show before, but this is the episode to say it. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you so much for for listening. This feels like a an episode where I feel particularly grateful because we have been at an episode a month for the past year. That feels cool to do. Finally, Jesus Christ. Andrew, you, you got into the show when we were already doing once a month, but uh, goddamn, did we have some long jumps between uh, some of them. I, I got in right before you guys went once a month, and I gotta say, oh, monthly really? is a breath of fresh air. <laughs> That's good. I'm. I keep looking at my uh, looking at my finances, just like, all right. When do I, when can I get them twice a month? When can I do it? When when can I pull that trigger? And I can't. I can't do it alone. So if everyone else can help me, get in there. It's really yeah. It's you know, there's a reason we put everything at the one dollar level is because we're not in a rush. But uh, also, it's just this shows. It's kind of just like a a nice little tip jar because uh, we would be doing this show anyway. I feel like I had a, a an ending thought, and it's just completely fucking gone. My brain just went completely empty. Oh, I was going to compare it to a big financial spirit bomb. That's it. <laughs> That's the joke I was going for. Uh, but yes, patreon.com slash we are watching OP, early episodes, commentaries, maybe bonus episodes, like on... What was it? We, had, we said something about, like, uh, oh, we were... I think it was during Strong World. We were, like, what, like, trying to go through all of the... Or maybe it was just the Amazon Lily episode. We were like, what if we went through all the characters to see who would actually be immune to to Hancock's power or if or not? Yeah. Um, that's very <laughs> funny to me. Um, but like weird little one-off things like that would be fun or cool. Uh, but, well, you know, I'm curious what our listeners would be interested in. 
what our patrons would be interested in. Um, so let us know. I will gladly do the episode where uh, we play which one vapes uh, using One Piece characters. Hell yeah, I, I down for that too. Um, I have to track down the thing about that. I know there's like the big One Piece character sorter, like to like where it puts. It's basically like what if a bracket was easy, where it just shows mm-hmm. you two two characters and you pick between them, and it cycles through forever until you have a a list of your top characters. And I would love to go through that again, but it would be a very long time until Jory could do it. That's fair. So um, you can find other shows on the network at uh, theorangegroves.com, including Argonaut, Citizen Hank, all the other ones we've mentioned. Yeah. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. If you if you would like to come back for the other One Piece check-in, which is actually based on the cover stories, um, <laughs> you're welcome to come back. Uh, you told us this, and I was like, well, I still want you on the episode. I was looking hap- forward to this. I'd be happy so. to come back and do the episode that we planned on doing this week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hell yeah. So y'all can, y'all can look forward to that. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, Jory, it's time for you to, to let us know what you think is going to happen next time on our next chunk of One Piece episodes. So, they're going to Impel Down, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm correct on that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to land there, and then they're, they're going to save Ace, and Ace is going to Ace is gonna be like, hey, little bro, who's this hot baby got with you? Is that your girlfriend? <laughs> and then Luffy's going to be like, what's a girlfriend? Is that a food? And then Ace and Hancock are gonna go, gonna join the crew, and it's just gonna be a nice, happy, fun time, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And Gar- Garp is gonna be like, "Okay, boys, now that your uh, Ace was in timeout, and I want you guys to be on your best behavior, but just in case you just can't keep racking up that high score bounty, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, make sure the the world government doesn't get you." And then they get to go along their adventure trouble-free from the government. Everything's all happy and nice and fun. He finds his friends right after because Ace is like, I know the secret grand line technique to find all your friends again. It matches people up who all have part of a fever card. Uh, I have a friend who ate the friend good. friend fruit. <laughs> Ace pulls out those fucking rings from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And he's like, yeah, here you go. Well, that's great. This is exactly why I love doing this part of the show. Yeah, Joe, Joe, do you even need to do the next episode? Jory got it. Yeah, Jory nailed it all in one. Um, that's the end. Right how how often I'm right? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which means uh, all your other theories are extremely true, like Pluton destroying the world, and uh, I don't know. There's probably something else. I can't wait to talk about my favorite theory that Andrew says isn't true because it's just Oda being a fucking idiot. But I, I think, hate, no, he's, I, an, he's an idiot, but it's also a great theory. I hate this theory so much. <laughs> I love it so fucking much. Um, and the, thing, the thing is, that my, other, my other theory was who another crew member was going to be, and that's just never going to fucking happen, unfortunately. I hate that so, theory even more. And I, the thing is, I understand that, and that's why it's not going to happen. So I what? have to hold on to the other theory... All like him. Anyways, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Uh, and until next time. To be! Oh, yeah. To be. To be. Continue. Continue.
I can't believe they revealed that Ace's dad looks just like Sanji's wanted poster too. <laughs> <laughs>